What's going on, world? Welcome to episode 70 of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast. With your boys, Peter. Yo. Mohammed. Yo. Myself, Yemi. We're here after a one-week hiatus, which is my bad. Uh, but we're here. How are you doing, guys? Blessed and highly favoured, bro. What are you saying, man? Blessed and highly favoured. Why the fuck not? Hey, you know God mean? is good all the time. All the time. All the time. God, God is I'm good. Shout out to Drake's in the background. Big up, Drake's. Big up, Drake's. Big up, Drake's. You good, bro? I'm all good, my guy. Lovely stuff. Yeah, Lovely stuff. How's your week been, boys? It's been cool, man. You know what I mean, work, low profile, gym. That's it. Nothing to report, man. Yeah, I feel you. I feel uh, you. Like yours. Uh, yeah, it was good. Um, I was in Lisbon over the last week, and that's Ooh. why we were uh, <laughs> we weren't able to we weren't able to drop last week. But yeah, it was good, man. Um, nice to get away. Yeah, breathing some good, some new air. I mean, same same obnoxious British people that you see here. You found them in Lisbon as well. Oh, for real? Yeah, there was a few. But it's and cool. they all voted Brexit. You know what, never mind. No, to be fair, I mean, listen, the rules are very lax, to be honest with you. Like, we're still able to travel. No, not you. But you know when you're sweat, you always got them idiots that travel from England to these countries. If it's the same people I'm thinking, <laughs> it's the people that vote for Brexit. No, they're more, they're more, they're more civilized, I'd say. Well, there were some of them. There were some of them. We know who the Some them. of the right wingers. Yeah. There were some of the right wingers. But they normally go Spain. They normally go Spain. Mallorca. Mallorca. But it's right <laughs> Magaluf. <laughs> but it's right next door, anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, that's yeah, they're, they're, they're spread into Lisbon as well. A lot of Americans as well and Canadians. Oh, swear. I don't know how they found this, but mm, we yeah, moved. Man. But yeah, it's a good good, good spot, man. I recommend everybody goes. Um, good weather, museums, the beach, nice little clubs and bars and stuff. Good stuff, man. But back here in the Babylon. Uh, <laughs> Babylon. And it's, uh, yeah, just as shitty as when I left it. But we're good. Hey. Yeah, man. Mohammed, how's your week been? It's been easy, man. Pretty simple. Just work, rubber down, fasting. Mm. It's been essentially the same thing. Just work, mosque, work, mosque. Same thing. How's Ramadan treating you? It's been good, man. Honestly, yeah. it's been it's been smooth. Like after a while, you get used to it. Yeah. It's been like what? Been fasting since year eight, year seven, year like around about year eight. Mm. Yeah, year eight times. So it's been what going on fifteen years now. Yeah. So after a while, especially when it gets to seven thirty, eight o'clock time to eat, mm. it's always gonna be changed. I used to there was times we used to break fast ten forty five. I could take it eight o'clock. <laughs> it's light work. Um, yeah. but you just don't have time to you know any other like the music we're meant to be listening to. It gets tricky trying to yeah, cool. juggle that because. It's trying to the religious aspect of it. Yeah. And uh, how do you juggle that? 
Um, I kind of take this month off to just break, man. Like, when it comes time to, like, who do you listen to this week? I won't have four or five rappers out. Do you know what I mean? Just because mm-hmm. I haven't been on music as heavy this week mm-hmm. or this month, to be honest, you nowhere near. Just because you replace it. Yeah. The music's been replaced. Me listening to Quran and just yeah. trying to get my mind right. So he's just trying to find out the balance between the two. But I always take Rubber Down Out just kind of, it's a, it's a break for like a, a good month. Yeah. You just isolate for a month, whatever you've been on, you can stop. If you smoke, you stop smoking. Whatever you do, just kind of use that month to fix up for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's always going to be easy for me, man. I haven't done that, man. It's been, it's been actually a good week. And then Arsenal smoked United last week. Caught that in 4K. <laughs> Tell them pussy yours go home. <laughs> smoked Chelsea. Told them go yard. That was a good win. Hey, man. At West Ham, we're coming for you next. Mm. I can't finish off the Booker T sentence, but we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> you can, though. Can I? We're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got to bleep that out, man. Hey, man. Are you going to bleep it? Yeah, damn right. Can't say bleep it anymore. Nah, man. Hey, man. Sorry. When was the last time we said it? Uh, I think you let it slip. A couple episodes. When I, I think you let it slip like three episodes again. Yeah, and we bleeped it out. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time someone said it, it was Pete. It definitely was and Pete. we bleeped it out. I was uh, probably provoked, didn't it? Nah. You That's the only time I say it when I'm vexed. Nah, I was just, Wait, what? Nah, you, <laughs> no, you know what it was? It was a Jadakus bar. It was a Jadakus bar. Yeah, it was definitely. Bar. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, popping was... out the sunroof. You can finish it. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but well, by the time this episode goes out, it will be the end of Ramadan, right? Yeah. So Eden Mubarak to you. Hey, we actually hey, said it right this time. Hey, oh, For people that don't know, the start of Ramadan, two people in this room <laughs> message me saying Eden Mubarak. <laughs> a whole 30 days early. <laughs> Drake's, Drake's, how could you, bro? <laughs> it's the full account. Stuff, the f- that's why I say I appreciate you, man. I didn't even have, yeah, hey, man. Account. But yeah, Ramadan's coming up to an end. It's always bittersweet. Always bittersweet when it ends. Yeah. Always bittersweet because like, did I use the month as best as I could? Did yeah, I yeah, maximize yeah. as much as I could? But did you feel like you have? Yeah, yeah. yeah wherever I could have got out of it, I tried to get out of it. And hey, man, it's shot at the same time next year. Hundred percent, man. Okay. And even back to everybody else that's observed. Even back to everyone, man. Yeah, has been a hey. uh, My mom's in Saudi. Enjoy it. Salute yeah. to mumsy. Yeah, salute to auntie. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Cool. And salute to everybody listening and watching. Whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, which I discovered we are on actually. These days, oh. um, yeah, iHeart as well. We're on iHeart as well. Are we really on iHeart? Hey. So basically, what happens is whenever we drop on SoundCloud, there's an RSS feed that then ingests to other platforms. I didn't realize how far it went. We're not. We're on iHeart. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on all kinds of. Oh, salute platforms. to iHeart, fam. So salute to iHeart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salute to salute to them, man. Boys, I know you haven't been listening to much, Mohammed, because I've we've not been recording for like three weeks. I've gone through a lot of music actually. Let me get it up. Um, of all kinds. Um, so I'm just going to reel them off rather than give like a more detailed review. So this is the Vince Staples new album, Ramona Park. Oh, he's got a new heart. one? Yeah. Good. Very good. Very good. Really, really enjoyed it. I listened to Sid's new album, Broken Hearts Club, um, which is very sweet, mm. very nice. Um, probably Sid's best album. Um, I've listened to a guy called Sonny Cologne, um, who dropped a album called Juju and the Flowerbug. Um, very sweet, very nice. Um kind of modern contemporary R&B mixed with a little bit of like Caetanada-esque type of vibes, which mm. is really good. Um, on the UK side, I listened to Digga D's new project, Naughty by Nature, which is dope. Um, not only is he killing it on drill, he's also doing kind of a more 50 Cent influence where he hops on like 21 Questions type beats and he does the Stunt 101. Can we stop that? Stuff. Yeah, you need to relax. We need to relax with the... I enjoyed it. Nah, it seems like, I don't mean to cut you off. But it seems like UK has gotten a sudden infatuation with remixing songs. No, that's true. I, I, let's not put that solely at the UK. I think DJ Khaled's got a lot of answer for that. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Because he, he did that for... I agree with you. But it seems... Recently. Especially now, like the last year, 18 months, we're getting a ridiculous amount of remixes in the UK. It's homage. 
It's a salute, but it's not good. In your opinion, I don't think it's that creative either, man. It's not, man. man talk, You're basically I, just like you can. I can. Re- I can. Right now, if you can, I could do beg. For, I could do beg for mercy in a heartbeat. I mean, the flow's different. Subject matter's different. Give me many men and give me oh, two weeks with the many men beat and the chorus, and I could give you a verse. Not good one though. Better than what's coming down there. Yo, I need 50 tickets, man. They were talking about that. I need 50 tickets. Well, I, was talking, I was telling you about that, actually, as well. Yeah, I need I was 50 telling tickets. you about that. Anyway, I enjoyed it because Diggy D just makes fun music. And, you know, sometimes I don't want to have my analytical hat on. Sometimes I just want to listen to the music and enjoy it for what it is. And mm-hmm. I enjoy Diggy D. He's, a, he's just a fun rapper. Like, is he saying anything meaningful outside of the drilling and, you know, all of the kind of standard, like, man, girl, hold me down relationship type stuff? No. But he's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And that's why I enjoy Diggy D. Plus, he's just a good personality as well. Like, one of the better, funnier personalities we've got in the UK anyway. Um, and have yesterday... You, sorry, have you interviewed him ever? No. All right, cool. No, no, no. He's... Up until, like, recently, I think, he wasn't allowed to interview people oh. because of his whole um, legal situation. Mm. But I think recently, he started doing interviews. So, you know, salute to him. And yesterday, I listened to Fly Anakin's new album, Frank, which is really dope as well. So, that's what I've been on this week, slash the last two weeks. Um, Sat with a push album, which we'll be talking about next week. Um, I've been listening to there's a singer called Fabo. He dropped an album last year called um, I think it's called Soulquarius, um, which was actually really good. <laughs> I don't know why you do your face like that. Actually, I do, but I'm maybe gonna acknowledge that. Um, I went back to Frank Ocean's um, Channel Orange as well. Still a very very fire album. Um, checked out Sid's new album as well, which I really enjoyed. She needs to get back with the internet though. Absolutely, yeah, she does, man. She does. Hmm. Um, what else? Um, oh, and um, Charlie Mingus, he drops. He had an album back in like the 60s called um, Black Saint and the Sinner Lady. So yeah, been sitting with oh, that yeah. as well. In the 60s? Around them times. I listened to that back in the day. Well. Yeah, I love the album cover. Mm. That, that's what made me like listen to it. Um, and it's just always been on my list. So yeah, I finally did that. But yeah, that's it, man. It's been a... Relatively quiet week for me, like, like last few weeks musically. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's been me, man. How many did you want to say something about the 60s? <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Yeah, no. why did you say it like that? No, I didn't say that. I just said you 60s. need to dive into the 60s, bro. No, I don't. Open up your repertoire, bro. All right, cool. Well, give me one album from the 60s. Expand your horizons. Give me one album from the 60s. And by next Friday, I'll tell you what I thought. Give me one album right now. Any genre? Any genre. All right, cool. 60s. Yeah, we can do that. Cool. Give me one from the 60s. I'll listen to it. And next Friday, I'm going to have a okay, PEE cool. discussion on how right, I feel cool. about it. All right, let's do it. All right, cool. Okay. And I'll give you my point evidence explanation. Yeah, cool. Isaac Hayes. Oh, I've heard Isaac Hayes' name. I think the album's called Hot Buttered Soul. Can I live? Um, yeah. <laughs> I think Wu-Tang might have sampled one of the tunes. Um, on I Can't Go to Sleep on like I think it was Iron Flag or the, the W I'll check I, think it out. I think the look, the look of love is on that as well and Jay-Z sampled that for Can I Live Can I Live yeah I heard you could say Can I Live oh, okay cool so yeah Isaac Hayes Hot Buttered Soul okay Miles Davis kind of blue no not kind of he ain't gonna like, he ain't gonna fuck with jazz in a silent way. Fall asleep he's not gonna too. mess with jazz but you know can we not put me in the box alright Miles Davis in a silent way shout out to Miles Davis I'll listen to Miles Davis cool um, are you laughing for I'm actually gonna listen to Miles Davis I don't think there's anything else to be fair that can think of. That's fine. We'll do it. I'm not gonna give you like Beatles or Rolling Stone. No, we're not gonna listen to the Beatles. You should though. I don't need to. You should though. Yeah. P, have you listened to the Beatles? Yeah, of course. You like them? They're alright. <laughs> <laughs> They're alright, bro. Anyway, we're gonna move on now to the first topic. Um, and I saw a tweet. So oh, salute boy. to salute to Crate808. Salute to Crate. Salute to Crate808. We got friend, Crate. Friend, friend of the pod. 
they tweeted quite recently um, a simple question. Are we living in a hip-hop golden era right now? Um, and it got a lot of traction. Uh, a lot of people saying that, you know, we've been living through it for the past 10 years. We're doing it right now. Um, the definition of a golden age has changed. Um, some people are agreeing, some people not agreeing. So I kind of just wanted to get you guys' opinion, really. Because obviously, hip-hop, I'd say, across the board, in 2022, is in a very healthy place. Artistically, creatively, commercially, very much in a healthy place, whether you wanna, whether you like the music or not, that's coming out. Um, but does it equate to a golden age? Mm. What is a golden age in 2022? Has the definition changed? What does it look like? What does healthy look like? For me, I think healthy is, you have a generation of artists, whether it's mainstream or underground, that are dropping good quality stuff and just being consistent with the work. And do you reckon it's happening in the mainstream now? In the mainstream? Hmm. In the mainstream, maybe not as much as the quote unquote underground, but I think even the word underground might need examination because I feel like right now, there isn't necessarily an underground because because of the internet, someone like a Denzel Curry or Griselda have their fan base to the point where if they become popular enough, they're not necessarily underground, but they're not mainstream. I always kind of like a weird kind of purgatory for them. Mm. So I don't necessarily think there's as much an underground now as there was maybe 20 years ago, maybe mm. 10 years ago. So in that respect, I think healthy is just these artists coming together, dropping just amazing projects and being consistent with their work. Mm. It's not necessarily like culture shifting albums a la Elmatic or Reasonable Doubt, but it's just like some of the best artists maybe hip hop's ever seen just dropping consistent work mm. and continuing to grow their fan bases, expand their musical horizons and essentially just fly the flag for hip hop. That's that's healthy, but I don't know if that equates to a golden era though. I, yeah. I think for the reasons that you just stated with regards to the reasonable doubts and the Illmatics and just that era and the albums that came from that era, like you can clearly see what those albums became and the influence that came from those albums versus what's being released now. Can you honestly say that there are albums being released now or have been within like the last five, 10 years that are going to impact and influence things that are going to happen in the next decade? Well, and if we, and hold on, and if you can't, then I don't know if we can say golden era. Well, Here's the thing, is the definition of a golden era simply artists dropping culture shifting work, stuff that's going to be remembered in five, 10 years time? Yes. yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. I d do I think we're in a golden age now? No. I think what we're getting confused is hip hop being the biggest genre in the world with, what do you want to say? Um, I think there's something happening in the UK though. Okay, cool. And I'll get back to that. I'll get back to that. Because um, do I think we're in one in the UK now as well? Which we'll get back to. Another yeah, week yeah. I think we was, mm. and I think we kind of are shifting oh, away you, from you've it. You've more or less said that, yes. Yeah. Sorry. But back in the UK, so I'll get back, get back to America. I think there's a difference between rap being the biggest genre in the world and us living through a golden age. Has it been bigger than it's ever been now? You could argue no. But when I look at golden ages, I specifically look at what's come out of it. Mm. If that makes sense, the quality of music that's come out of it. If you ask me the last golden age we've had in hip hop, I would say the early 2010s. When the golden age. Not golden age, but one of them. When you remember when we had the Coles, the Drakes, the Kendricks, regardless of the music, we had certain people that was coming out. If you look at now and you look at the music, we had the good kid Mad City come back out then. We had a uh what was his mixtape called? Coles last mixtape. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights back then. We had a big Sean. Regardless of the caliber of the artist, the music was better. Mm. 
Do you know what I mean? Back then, whether it was Wale dropping something, Meek dropping something, MMG, there was just new faces around and the quality of the music was at a certain level. Whereas I think when you look at it now, I don't think the music that's coming out equates to a golden era. I still don't think that equates to a golden era. Man. I think, but like, I, bro, like, we, we've, think we've, we've got the examples. We've got the examples of what the hell a golden era looks like. You say 2000s had a golden era. When? I'm asking you. Nah. So you think the last golden era had within the 90s? 90s, yeah. That's why you're an old head. Nah, it's not. It's not. I'm That's not so saying, unfit. No, but you I'm not, I'm not, had... Hold on. I'm not saying we haven't had fucking amazing albums that have come out, but the, the time frames in which those amazing albums have come out, like within the 2000s, yeah, haven't, hasn't spanned the same amount of time as the 90s. What do you mean? Like, for instance, like you had amazing albums from like, I think there's been a couple of golden eras. You had the one, the first one, which was like 86 to like 93. Yeah, yeah. And then you had from like 93 to like, 99 maybe you could yeah, argue yeah, I, maybe I, I follow you, I follow you. and then after that I'm, I'll, I, I don't think so i don't think there's been a span of time within the 2000s where culture shifting albums were being released i think that you can have, i think you've had small little pockets where dope albums were being released but not long enough for it to be considered a golden era though I and, I, and i don't think Actually, no, I, can't, I won't even say that but yeah i just don't think that there's been like the pockets have been long i don't enough. necessarily think that a golden era should be equated to an era where culture shifting albums are going to be dropped every week. Sorry, yeah. I mean, in fact, let me even take that back. I wouldn't even say it was from 93 to 99. That's probably way too long. No, it wasn't. It was probably from like... I'd probably say 98. 97, yeah? 98. I think when Big Dad. 97 though. 97. Yeah. Uh, I mean, DMX. I think you can count. I think that was another era. Oh, you think it was another yeah. era? Yeah. Right, fair. Um, yeah, I, I, just, I just feel like those culture shifting albums are great and all that stuff. I think with that, not that we've gotten greedy, but our, our understanding of a golden era has probably been warped a little too much by the fact, by the idea and the notion that a golden era has to be when culture shifting slash, you know, genre defining albums are released rather than, you know, consistent artists dropping consistent work over the years and, you know, everyone doing that in kind of unison. I think that's what we had in the 2010s. But I would say that, that maybe not necessarily golden era, but it's an era where, you know, the scene and hip hop generally, the genre is, is doing quite well. You know what I'm saying? If like Denzel and Griselda and, you know, Drake, Kendrick, Big Sean, all these people are dropping consistent bodies of work, whatever your opinion is, at the same time, Something's happening. That's what that it means. might not necessarily be a golden era by any by someone's definition, but it depends on what the definition is. But there's something to be said about that era. There's something to be said about that generation where we're getting consistent great work from all of these artists at the same time. You I think I mean? um, we probably have to split it between the overground and the underground. Main, sorry, mainstream and yeah, the underground, yeah. um, because I think there was definitely something golden to like the era of the underground where Rock Marciano, Action Bronson, Griselda, all them men were doing what they were doing. There was something special there for sure. We could call we can maybe we can call that a golden era. Maybe maybe, maybe. I think you could though. But but because it wasn't so consistent, that's why I don't know if I can consider it a golden era. Because Rock Marciano was doing his thing before Griselda came along. He was doing his thing like in pockets. Do you know what I mean? And then Griselda came along and be doing it for like do you know what I mean? I think yeah, I think the eighties obviously set the benchmark. The 90s then surpassed it. If we're going to have a golden era by like one example or one definition, 
what's happening in any particular time after the 90s would probably have to be as good, if not better. But really and truly, you're probably not going to reach that level because by that time, hip hop was still fit. There was still a lot of room for hip hop to be this behemoth of a genre That's right. that has cultural importance. Whereas now the rigmarole and the room for it is very small. Mm. Like, That's a nice word. Think of people who move the culture now, depending on who you ask, some people will say Kendrick, some people will say Drake, some people will say Future, some people will say Migos. So it just depends on who you're asking, but they're not necessarily going to be a Nas or Matic or a Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt or, you know, those sort of monumental and sentimental albums that have also grown with time. So do you think we've had a golden era since the 90s? Just mainstream. Have yeah. we had, if I had to ask you, have we had a golden era? Mainstream, probably not. I mean, I think you're going to have to I say mean, 2010s 50, was, 50 bro. Cent's era was a golden era. In the mainstream. For 50. For 50. Yeah. For 50. I wasn't, that's not a golden era though. Well, I think you have to, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. There's, I'm sticking on, I think 2010s has to be. When you've got so many artists. Good Kid Matty. Mm-hmm. Section 80. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. And what's the other one? That's not a golden era, bro. No, but Fantasy. it's so dark twisted. I'm not talking about. That's not enough. No, but this is what I'm saying. I'm not talking about the albums. I'm talking about the artists that came through. That that, that don't count as a golden era. How dog is, 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 is golden era? Is golden era? Is golden era because of the is, albums? Is bro. Kendrick one of the best ever? Yes. Is Cole one of the best ever? You could argue it. Is Rick Ross one of the best ever? No. No. But he was dropping good. That's my point. Round 2010s, he was dropping the Teflon Dons. Kendrick was dropping. Oh, bro. My point is. The abundance of new artists that we have that still are here 10, 15 years later. Don't matter. I just, me personally, I'm just saying, I look at that and I, it had to me, it has to be. When you've got nine artists that come out in the space of 11, 12 months, because even, even Game was dropping albums in 2011, which were great, in my opinion. There were great albums he dropped in 2011 and 2013. Yeah, and again, like the 2010s as a decade from 2010 to 2019. I won't even say 2019. I'll say full like, 2010 to 2015, 2014. If you want to do it, then maybe like 2010 to 2015, maybe. I, I would, I think so. Okay, you know what? I just thought about something, you know, and it's probably unfair, innit? I think um, holding on to the 90s and what the 90s did and what the 90s produced is probably unfair for like, artists that come out after that, that because you have to look at what was being done when those artists from the 90s were doing what they were doing. They were doing things that hadn't been done yet. They were advancing sounds in a way that hadn't been done yet. So the artists that come out afterwards, it's very difficult to not do what's already been done in it. Yeah. But that's no one's fault. But that's why- So I, and regardless, bro, it still is what it is. I know it's unfair, but it still but is that means what we're never going to have another prime. No, but no, because you could still have a pocket where um, the exact same span as the 90s happens- in another time, and you just have all these jaw-dropping albums that are released and start shifting shit. That can still happen, and then we can say, "All right, yeah, boom, another golden era." But was it? But where you have like Asian, where you have where you have like in the 2010s? Yeah, you might have had like in 2010 where um, Kendrick dropped the same year as Kanye dropped. Um, Drake might have dropped an album the same year, but maybe it was a bit below par. Cole might have dropped an album the same, but it was below par. That's still not enough. You would need more within I, that 2010s period. I understand, but I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm, I'm not saying I'm it's about not, the, but the music though. Bro. I'm talking about the artists. Bro, that's what we focus. It's not the artists. It's the music. And I think the music was. Bro, there are artists from the 90s that we don't talk about today. Really, they didn't have long careers, but they dropped albums that shaped shit. No, and I understand. I just think the 2010s artists that came through. No one's talking about shaped. Black Moon today. I want to talk about Black Moon, You're period. About Black Moon. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying though? And the they, but they dropped an amazing album though. 
This guy really well. But they're part of the golden era, right? Yeah. Which is why I think the definition is skewed because of what you just said to your point. Like there's so much that they could have done in the in the nineties and the eighties that probably won't be repeated in the twenty twins and now. If you're a female rapper, you had no one the whole of two thousands. And then you had Nikki in 2010s. Mm -hmm. That might be a golden era to a female. No, she was the only one. No, this is, Unfortunately. We're living in a golden era now for the ladies. Yeah, I think so. I'd say and more fair, so that right, now. Fair enough, fair enough. But I'm saying, imagine if you was a female rapper, you have no one and then 2010s, Nikki come and then cool, we're back now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think there was so much that happened in 2010s that even if it's for the short four years. There were years, moments. We had, was, we had a yeah, lot of moments. There was a lot that of new, I don't think that equates to a golden I, era. And now. the reason why I think it does is because I generally don't think we've had one since. Mm. And I think that you, I would always give it to that because them 2010s to 2014, 15, there were so many albums, so many artists, so many, there was so much going on mm. that I just, I, I, to me, I would always look at that as I yeah, that was one of the best periods. The term golden era can be interpreted in whatever way. I think it can be interpreted in a way of this is an era when the culture was changing and the culture was being shifted by all these albums and all these bodies. In a positive way. In a positive yeah, yeah. way. I mean, sometimes in a negative way as well. Um, but you can also say, if we're talking about today, it's an era where some great work, is just it's just great work coming out every year mm. from like January to December for like two, three, four, five years. I think you could also argue that. And I think that was the original premise of Crate's tweet. Are we living in a golden era right now? I'm, well, I don't want to assume, but I don't think Cam thinks that, you know, the culture is being shifted necessarily in the same way that it was in the 90s, especially mm -hmm. someone who lived during that time and lived to see it. But there's a lot of work coming out from like mainstream, quote unquote artists, quote unquote underground artists that are just of a higher level that it demands the term or something close to a golden era because there's just great work being dropped from all centers, left, mm -hmm. right, center, everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think it can be interpreted. It depends on how you look at it. I think if we're just going to put it as the era when the culture was shifted, Illmatic, you know, Follow the Leader, all these other albums, for me, it might be a little bit too rigid because by that by that logic, we're never going to have another golden era, sort of thing, because hip hop has moved along so That's much. That's not true though. But I don't, I, well, I think hip hop has moved along so much, unless you're a very special artist, very special artist, um, how are you going to move the culture? On a cultural level, I think mainstream-wise, there's still a lot to do. Like, that's why whenever Drake drops, he breaks records and he moves culture in that regard. In terms of the actual art form of hip hop. I think it's been done quite a lot since the 90s though. You have the Kanye West, the Tyler creators that like experiment with sound in a way that we haven't seen before. So they are very special artists and they're artists that within their own pocket and their own bag, they push it forward. They're just not many doing it at the same time that they're doing it, which is why we don't have a golden yeah. era. It's that pocket thing. If you've got individual artists doing it at particular times, then it doesn't equate to a whole era. It just, you have singular no, moments, which isn't enough to say golden era. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel That's you, the I only feel, thing. It's not to say that we haven't had special artists since the 90s. We've had a lot. No, you like, could argue that we've, you, and I, you lot might not believe it, but I probably enjoy way more albums after the 2000s than I did in the 90s. You're right, we don't believe you. No, we don't. No, 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 no we don't. Do you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, bro. Most of it's R&B. So it's fine. Yeah, you're right. No, but even rap though, rap though. Yeah, it stops at 2015 as well. Whatever, man. It's just a singular thing, isn't it? It's yeah. just a, it's just a pocket thing. If we can get to a place where, you know, we have like a good like, like four to five years of like amazing albums dropping, then we can have this golden era conversation again. By how many artists though? 
because you talk about people, one person not equating to a whole era. So how many artists does it need to be to equate to an era? It won't be as much as the 90s because the 90s was just a different time in it. Yeah. But like, give me like six, seven artists, then we can have the conversation. But give me, giving me like the same two or three. Nah, man. I hear you. But nah. I'm looking at I'm looking at 2010s now and I'm taking it, man. Go on and throw some right. albums. 2010, 2010, we got Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. We got Teflon Don. Yeah. And we got Thank Me Later. Bro, Teflon Don is not. It's I, a think great album. Like, I think Teflon Don's. I think Teflon It's a great album, but it's not. Like, I think Teflon Don's. It's not Don's enough a to like. It it it's not enough to like. I think Teflon Don's a classic. I generally, I, oh, I, I think, dude, I think if you, I think if yeah, I don't know if it's a classic. I think if you have to give Rick Ross one classic album, to me, we Teflon. But here's the thing. That's Teflon's an amazing album, but it just, it didn't do much else though. What did you say? That's what, we, that's what we're doing to artists now, post 2010. What? We're giving them one classic. Even no, because it's better. No, because Drake, we did it to Drake, Cole. We didn't, we didn't Drake, do it to Cole. It to I didn't give Drake Can I ask, can I ask you both a question? Drive is being I don't think he is though. I sincerely think Teflon done is. I don't think any of Drake's. Can I ask you both a question though? Who cares? His classic. His but classic. But my point is, but I think- Not every artist needs a classic. You're right. But I think Teflon's way more of a conversation than take care. I I'm think, glad, and I'm glad you said Sometimes that. you can just have really good albums. That's I, it. And that's I hear why. you, but I, I got like, Teflon. But that's why I feel like you could argue that now is a golden era because even if people aren't dropping classics, they're dropping consistent, very good albums. People like Vince Staples, people like Rock Marcy, people like Earl Sweatshirt, people like Griselda. They're dropping consistently but good But bro, that's still, that's still relatively... Bro, uh, I don't think that's unanimous though, bro. That's still relatively subjective. The 90s was unanimous. There were, there, were, there, were, there were not many albums in the 90s that you would argue weren't good albums. It was more of a collective decision that, yo, all these albums are fucking amazing. And that's why I don't think you could raise that argument. I think you can, because ultimately music is subjective. He's saying that music isn't better than it was back then. And that's his opinion. Mm. I think we can be subjective when it comes to all of this. As much as we try to be objective, it probably isn't going to be but possible. It, but it also comes a point in time where it's just like, it's written in stone. It's not subjective. It is what it is. And then that is, yeah, is, I mean, is what it is. And we can't escape that all the I time. Mean, it's only objective if the majority agree, right? Which is the 90s, right? Yeah. yeah for the most part, yeah. But there I don't think go. that's fair. That's, 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 there you go. But I'm just saying, I agree that the 90s was the peak. I just... And I also think if we're gonna always compare to the nineties, bro, we're never gonna admit we have. It's not about comparing it to the nineties, though. It is indirectly. That fan bases have diversified. I think hip hop fans have, and opinions have diversified since the nineties. I feel like with the nineties, because you probably didn't hear as many fans sound off about what they think is hot and what they think is not. Whereas now you have the internet, you have social media, you can hear from everybody and their uncle what they think is hot and what's not. That's probably muddied the waters in that regard too. So maybe there were people back in the nineties that thought, "Hey, yo, this shit wasn't it," and we didn't hear it. Whereas now we can. But, hear the, but the majority feel a certain way about the albums that came out within that time, as well as the, the critics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas hit nowadays, you we could love Pusha T's album, yeah. but Pitchfork can be like, "Yeah, nah." The Guardian might be like, "Yeah, nah." Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Rolling Stone can be like, "Yeah, nah." In the nineties, you didn't really have that. But that's why it's hard. It's rare. Because we control our own narrative. That's why it's hard enough for it to be, for anything to be deemed a golden era, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, I've, I agree. So you're saying we haven't had any from the 90s? Mm -mm. Yeah, you know me? Um, I don't want to say golden era right now, but we're going, we're going through something right now. Is this the first? If I, was gonna, if I was gonna give one, then I'll say what Griselda or what Marcy were doing on the underground. What, yeah? Um, see, now I can't do it because what Rock Marcy was doing was different to when Griselda exactly, they weren't doing exactly, it at the same exactly, time. Exactly, so exactly. yeah, I can't even do that then. Right. And you say 2010? I would say if I had to, I'll say 2010, so about 14, 15. Just 
the amount of I don't think you're gonna rethink that. No, I'm telling you, when you sit on that amount of artists that came through them three, four, five years, I just remember it like it was yesterday. From even just when I say golden era, I'm not competing musically. Nineties is always gonna win, but when there's a three, four year period where Meek's coming through, Wale's coming through, and then you got Cole coming through, and then so what if they're coming? But my through? point what is, are they dropping? and this one I'm gonna tell you why though, because if you look at oh five, oh six, oh seven, oh eight. It, it was a very stagnant period. Take away Kanye, take Damn, away you're, you're We went, no, my point is we went through a period in hip hop in the 2000s where it was garbage. It was, let me tell you what, let I'm me tell sorry. you what Mo's doing. Yeah, me, am I wrong? Yeah, me, did we not go through a peak let me tell you what Mo's doing. At any point, did we Mo's equating hotness and excitement to a golden era I'm not, when the music isn't backing that up. Meek's first album weren't all that. Wale's first album Brav, weren't all that. Bruv, do you know a golden- first, right. Hold on, then, J. Cole's first album weren't Brav, all that. What are we doing here? We're not gonna, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Ambition. I don't know what you want to tell you, sorry for that. That weren't his first album though. Wale's Attention deficit. Wale's, Wale's. That was attention deficit. I What year did that come out? I'm talking about when he got signed to MMG, that was 2010. Okay, okay, ambition, was, ambition was all right. I liked Ambition. Sorry yeah, for that. It was all right. And I liked Dreams but and Nightmares. This is what I'm saying. Subjective. No, though. but my point is fully subjective. If he if he loves all the albums that came out within that time, of course he's going to be like, oh yeah, Golden Era. No, but that's my, not point, my point is, we, went through, we was going through a bit of poverty in hip hop. There was a period we was going through poverty. And I feel like- What year was that? I would say about 08, 07, 08. There was a period where- take Wayne was Kanye, holding shit take down. Take away Kanye. Carter 4 was whack to me. Amazing. No, no, no. Carter 4 hadn't happened at that point. Carter 4 came out 2010. 2009, 2009, Oh, what year did Carter Car 3 come out? Carter 3 was 08. I think Carter 4 was 11. Carter 4? Carter 4 me. I generally think there was a period of hip hop into 2000. I can't, I need to double check this. Was there was a period where- In the mainstream, it was like 06. It was a period where it was Bro, shaky. in 94. We, we went for a period DJ of shaky. DJ Premier produced an album for Group Home. Three and a half stars at the very least. What are we doing here? The beats were banging though. Fantastic. There we go. That's that's more than half the album. I'm saying I we could put this on TikTok. I think through the 2010s to about 14, 15, we had an all right period. Whatever you want to call it, golden age, non-golden age, syrup age, whatever you might want to call it. We had a four-year period silver where age. I thoroughly enjoyed music. This Bronze silver. age. Let's give it silver. I give it. Can it. we give it silver? I give it. Silver. Their man ain't bronze. Yeah, a good kid bronze. came out of it at least. It's not bronze. Silver, we all agree. I'm not agreeing on that, man. I've got to think about that. Yeah, I have to think about that. We were for, I, to me, 2010s are the last. Now, I don't think we are at all. I think if we had to look back at any, I'll say the 2010s are about 14, 15. All right, well, before we wrap up this topic. Group Home's album was at least three. three this guy. <laughs> what? Just off the beats alone. 100%. It wasn't just the oh, you're bugging. I can't, I can't do it. I'll give it, I'll give it two and a half. Two and a half? The rest has to give oh, you're bugging. The rest, the rest, <laughs> I'm sorry, but the beats. Can't oh, be the only thing that drives me. Yo, yo, you're bugging. You're yeah, bugging. Nah, I'm good, bro. Primo in the 90s? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, but not everything Primo did in the 90s was amazing. No, but like between like like 91 to like 96, uh, I don't know, man. Primo, might, Primo might have been like undefeated, but. I don't think everything he did was amazing, but it's cool. Before we wrap up. Well, salute to DJ Premier. What did you say about the UK? Oh, I just said that um, I think like the last few years, it's kind of felt like, yeah, something's happening here, man. I feel like. The albums, the way artists like Dave and Sims are constructing albums, man, it's just something I don't think the UK has seen before. I know Kano's given us a lot of great albums, um, but there's just something different about the way, especially Sims. There's just a lot more, um, a lot more themes, and there's just a lot more like time and effort being put into it, and the musicality is just on a crazy level. So it feels like something is happening here. I think we are experiencing what the '80s slash '90s was was for. America mm. right now. Um, 
and we're going to find new artists and artists who've been like grinding for so long in the underground then rise to the surface and drop amazing work for a few years yet so i agree in that respect it's still a lot of catching up to do mm. but we're definitely getting there I'm, yeah definitely the uk had a golden generation as well had. like 2015 times had yeah i said it music media now you did say that hey some people want to copy no one <laughs> <laughs> no one there, man. I'm not even doing it i'm not even doing it homage yeah exactly homage my ass homage i say my name next why is it only homage when you like it what you say why is it only homage when you like it that's a good question that's a good question fans need to answer a lot for their <laughs> We do, innit? Yes. Yeah, we do. Hey, you like, hey, we absolutely do. You don't, don't accept shit just because you don't like shit. We absolutely do. So it is what it is. But shout out to fans. And shout, shout out to everybody to. trying to make this thing a golden age, even if it isn't. Hey, yeah. man. We're going to move on to the second topic now. And we're going to be talking about the ladies. Um, obviously, lady MCs, lady, lady rappers have been a thing for, well, since day one, really. Um to you know varying degrees of success and all that good stuff um but we were thinking about the idea of like supergroups. i know we've talked about supergroups before but we want to kind of slant it into the perspective of like the ladies and why we haven't necessarily seen lady slash female rap supergroups either here in the uk or in the us um and why that might be so uh boys what do we think man i mean <laughs> i mean it's hard enough for like um, you know, female MCs to come into the game and, you know, get a certain level of attention and to be taken serious in a certain manner, man. So imagine if you as a as a singular artist struggle to do that, what the hell do you think it's going to be like if you try and come in as part of an all-female rap group? It's probably going to be very, very difficult, man. So there's probably a lot of politics that go into that, why, is, why we haven't seen it. Um, as well as the fact that the industry is very quick to you know, pit women against each other. So I imagine that would also be the case if we had an all-female group. So there may be people that just don't want to deal with all of that, man. So they maybe feel like, you know what, let me bust through the door real quick by myself. And then if I do want to like bring anyone else in, then I'll try and do that. But I don't know, man. I think it's it's probably our fault, don't it? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, this, this rap game has taught us that self-preservation is, is the key. Um, and as you say, it's hard for someone who is a woman coming in the game to come in the game as just like a, a solo artist in and of itself. Um, so imagine trying to get, you know, three people together, three other people, two other people, four other people together to try to do it as well. It's, it's, it's another set of challenges to kind of overcome. Um, obviously there was salt and pepper and, you know, those are kind of early girl, uh, girl groups. Mm. But, um, I mean, you know, they only lasted so long. Um, for whatever reason. And yeah, I mean, I think, man, man, like, I'm not going to say we ain't shit, but- We ain't shit. <laughs> we ain't shit. We make it very, very, very hard, um, generally, because it's just, it's just, it's a man's game, rap generally. Really and truly, up until recently, we've only ever really let one woman in at a time, mm. whether it's Kim or Foxy or Nikki. Um, so no, Kim and Foxy were here at the same time. Yeah, I mean, even still one more person. Mm. And Salt and Pepper and MC Light were together at the same time. Cool. Roxanne Shante too. Yeah, but where are they now? Somewhere enjoying life. We hope. Somewhere out there. Yeah. yeah. We hope. Really. <laughs> um, but not, obviously not to the same extent, innit? Yeah. So like, and it's unfortunate because 
these are all talented MCs mm. like Roxanne Shantae, MC Light, Queen Latifah, mm. Kim Foxy, all talented people. Um, but obviously bogged down by all the politics that comes with being a hip hop artist mm. generally. Um, I mean, there was Moulin Rouge, but you know, <laughs> not gonna count up. That's that's whatever. Or oh, Ladies Night. With Angie Martinez. Angie Martinez. Left, Lisa Left Eye. Damn. Lil' Kim Missy. Really gave, yo, they gave Angie a verse, you know? Yeah, Angie, I think really it was Angie's Angie. tune. Wasn't Angie's tune? It was Angie's tune. Yeah. And then she also had... No, it wasn't her tune. Sure? I read her book. Uh, she was on... I think it was... Oh, it was I think it was Kim's song. I don't think so. And they, they told her... come. I read her book. I, unless I'm going, unless I've just got mm. it wrong. But I think it was a thing where come to the set. Mm. But I know they told her you've got a verse and she was surprised about it. Okay. Like I, know I think Jay might have wrote a version, huh? Yeah, I, no, Jay, I think Jay was writing for her for a bit. The guy that, remember she had a guy next to her that just sounded like Jay-Z. I can't remember. Angie Martinez, she had one song, If I Could Go, Go oh, yeah. And that one brother was sounding like Jay-Z the whole verse. <laughs> yeah. Angie got busy though, but. Angie got busy. Angie got busy. Mm. We really allowed Angie Martinez to rap, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> she got a great book though, you should read it. Why? I thoroughly enjoyed yeah, it. She needs to release them two-pack interviews. She man. does, man, but she's never going to do it. She's never going to do it. She'll do that, man. But Mo, what do you think about this song? Um, I think you guys hit the nail on the head. I think there's a number of reasons why. I think if you're a female trying to come into the game and you already know how much headache it is, it's only going to double up. It's a, it's a group. Like If you go back to what Lotto said, which was that like she tried to get a verse of someone and then the person was like, for you to get a verse, you have to do certain things to me. Mm. Like one of, it was a big rapper, but she hasn't said who. Can you imagine if you're a group and you're trying to get through? Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just going to double up. Whatever they go through as one, it's just going to double up as two. And I think the way hip hop is set up and the way the media is set up is it's only going to become a matter of time before they pit each other against her, mm. each other. I know City Girls haven't gone through it. So or make someone them. the Beyonce. Or someone, exactly the, where- Kelly Rowland of the group. Exactly, yeah. like little stuff like if you've got one that's light skin or dark skin, they might try. Do you know what I mean? They, mm. Unless you, the way you're going to have to get them to, to fit is almost perfect before they come out to us. Mm. Because any little thing that we the public or the media could pick up on, they will. And I think that's what I genuinely think it is. I don't think it's got anything to do with talent. It's definitely got nothing to do with talent. It's all it's all politics. It's all, it just doesn't make sense where we well, had never. Yeah, I think it's just society and rap being a microcosm of that, having an issue with women kind of determining their own narrative and determining their own story. Obviously we've had we've had girl groups. Um I'm trying to think there was there was JJ one. Fad. <laughs> what do you rap? Ish, yeah. Were they on um, Ruthless? Yeah. 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 Um, fair enough. They had a banger as well, I think. But, um, and even in the UK, there was, they've been like in, in, no, even before then. I was trying to remember what the group was called. I read an article by it in The Guardian like a couple months ago, but there was a girl group in the UK that basically had the same problems. They weren't taken seriously as MCs because they were women. Mm. And even though they kind of faded into obscurity, the fact that they had been written about in The Guardian like 30 years later just shows the impact. The fact that they weren't, able, they weren't about to let people's perception of them kind of just fuck up their their journey. Mm. Um, so you do have elements of that. I suppose now, especially in the last like maybe decade or so with like Nick, post Nikki, it's been maybe a little bit harder up until we got Cardi and Meg and City Girls and all these people. Um, but they're still very much like solo artists. Mm. Um, and it seems as if like all women collaborations happen a dime a dozen really. Like, yeah. Kind of more of a a moment, like a commemorative moment. I'll look at all these women here in one place rather than like a proper like group sort of thing. Mm. Um and yeah, I suppose we just gotta look ourselves rap needs to look itself in the mirror and be like, why why is that? Why have we created a kind of environment where A, it's hard enough for women as it is to come into the game, but also to come together and band together. Mm. What is it about that that 
makes us so fearful or- It's weird, isn't it? It's mad weird. Cause I've, I've never really understood it. Um, it's just a very weird concept where it seems like the, the, the male infrastructure is somewhat threatened by like women coming together in the game somewhat. Um, but I mean, let's, let's pose the argument in another way. <laughs> like, Go on. I'm just trying to think of the best way to word this, isn't it? Word it's it, it's probably gonna get me in trouble. Okay, do, you, do your thing, man. We live for this. We're trying to take this thing to the next level. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. Do female MCs get along? What'd you say? Do female MCs get along? I think so. But to Mo's point, there are circumstances and factors that probably push them away from each other. Let's take Nikki and Cardi, for instance. They obviously had their beef in like, what, 2018? Were they fought at the, uh, at the was it Mecca or Harper's Bazaar? Harper's so, something, something. And that's because Nikki liked a, a tweet that referred to Cardi's kid being harmed or something, allegedly. Um, and that's fans basically generating that in a way. I think maybe there was like that kind of healthy rivalry that That's MCs have say, generally. Hip hop shit, anyway. Yeah, in, in in some respect it is. In some respect it is, but it then turns into obviously, are you taking Nikki? Are you taking Cardi? Are you taking this? Are you taking their skills? Are you taking their skills? Sort of thing. It becomes more territorial because mm. you're you're being forced, or you're actively choosing which one rather than rooting for the both of them. You mm. know, like they're both going towards the same goal of like mm. making hip hop better. Mm. So. I think they do get along. We've seen that they do, but they also can't get along at, in some respects, but that isn't always their fault. So we created that. We created that narrative of there must only be one queen. I think so. At one, any one given time. I think so. But I think it's only with a certain type of female MC though, because uh, you never really saw Rhapsody being pitted against Jean Grey, but you, you would see Kim being pitted against Foxy and Nikki being pitted against little Kim. It's when you're a certain, when you come in a certain type of mold. It it's more, I think it's more the mainstream female MCs that, um, you know, they own their sexuality and, you know, they're not only good with the bars, but they look great as well. Um, it's, it's those ones that are more, comp that seem to be pitted against the others that are also in that vein. And that's where the competition comes in. And I think that's probably like, the labels and the artists that those artists assigned to that probably do that. And you could also argue that those, those artists are more- And sorry, and because you never, Missy was never pitted against anyone, but I think it's because of the type of MC that she, yeah. I think it's because of the type of MC that she was. Well, let's, let's say- But then all the, all the dolls, they probably are pitted against each other at one given time as well, isn't it? Yeah, all, yeah. The, all, the, all the sexy, sexy uh, female MCs and rappers, they're the ones who are the most visible to the men them. Male, male rap fans and, you know, people who enjoy rap pretty much, like, and you're looking at it from a mainstream sense and, and a kind of more elevated level. So I think in that regard, for some reason, there does need to be only one, maybe post like Kim and Foxy, mm. it needs to be just the one because of whatever reason, I, I, I couldn't possibly tell you, but there was a shift. There was a shift. Maybe they saw two confident, female rappers who were sexy and could bar Foxy and Kim and didn't like it mm. and decided that there only needs to be one. I don't know why. And they were actually cool at one point. And they were cool. There was always that. You're right. If but what changed that? Certain, what changed it? What, Kim and Foxy? Yeah. What changed that? I think it was the people that was behind them 
Allah, Nas and Big and Jay as well. Um, and then competition. But I, I, I think it was more the labels and then it became personal. So competition basically, in, in some respects, competition can, like friendly competition can foster contempt. Because I think, I think, I actually think, I think, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think it might have started because on one, one tour, I think either Foxy did not want to open up for Kim or Kim didn't want to open up for Foxy. And that's where the tension started. Somewhere like that. I might be completely wrong, but I remember hearing that. Hard Knocks tour way before. It might, have, it might have been a No Way Out tour, you okay. know? It might have been a No okay. Way Out tour. Yeah. If it weren't a No Way Out tour, then it was just before that. Um, if but, it's a No Way Out tour, then Foxy's got to open up for Kim. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. But look, I mean, look it up, you know, I might be completely wrong, but- But I um, think- I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, go on, bro. But I do think a lot of white females been picked. I think it was always that stigma of they can only be number one. They could only be one. But when you look at, it's a tricky thing because Missy never got that. Eve never got that. That I don't remember. And really. even like when- um. MC Light and then we're doing yeah. the thing and Queen Latifah and that. They weren't really put against each other. And I think it's because of the type of MCs that they were. Yeah, because they could, it's a weird one because. And they, Lauren's never been put against any other MC. That's because Lauren. I mean, like, Lauren, it's weird. That's there's there's when, something weird going on there. She disappeared after one album, fam. Relax. Respectfully, she Relax. did. Relax. She had unplugged. Come on now, fam. Will you call, and she, you know, how can you beef someone? Because you imagine you're trying to beef Lauren. Bro. Yo, link up at this. Link up. I'm gonna write this for you. You get to the studio. You get the point. I'm trying to make though, innit? <laughs> we get it this six years later. She can't keep up. I love you, Lauren. She's from this guy, man. It's Miss Hill to you, bro. It is Miss Hill to me, innit? It? <laughs> it is Miss Hill to me. I love you, Miss Hill. Oh, um, but I do think it comes out to just that they can, there can be that one. But I reckon, even though it's gonna sound crazy, Paul, Nikki, and Cardi, I do think. It is changing now with female rappers where there's clearly there could be more than one. And I think it's only now we've just got there, which is ridiculous because 2022. But I sincerely think we've only now just got to an acceptance of, yeah, we can have one rap, Meg go for number one, then Cardi go number one, then Nikki, then any of the brats or the dolls or whoever. Do you know what I mean? There is there is still a divide though between like the more sexier um, female MCs and the ones that don't focus on their sex appeal. There is like there that, is there is a conscious effort to divide the two and not bring them together. But that's hip hop though. Because there's no There's a divide between the conscious rapper okay. and a future. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. You're never gonna see future rap with a conscious guy. Okay. And there's always gonna be that that device is always there in hip hop. If what you sell is in the mainstream, you're always gonna have some people on the other side of that it that you like, okay. like a Lupe. You might have a Lupe. Do you know what I mean? They're, that device yeah. is never gonna be crossed. Yeah, Drake's not collaborating with Lupe. See, and remember the conspiracy episode we have. You man were looking at me like I was mad, and I was saying, "Listen, bruv, there's a concentrated effort, yeah, to make sure that certain things are not put in our conscious or coming to the mainstream. When you're looking at the certain artists that are not coming together, there's no reason why they shouldn't, yeah. But you gotta look a bit deeper." Yeah, but some people think about yeah. the bottom line rather than message. And if the bottom line is the bottom dollar, then mm. because Nikki can spit, right? Nikki can definitely spit. It would be great for her to spit with Rhapsody. Why not? But why won't she? Someone of her power and someone of her stature that can collab with anybody that she wanted to. Why doesn't she? I don't know. Maybe Rhapsody doesn't want to. Rhapsody would want, probably want Rhapsody to Rhapsody would do that, man. Rap, Rhapsody's an MC's MC. Yeah, yeah. Rhapsody she would, would wanna, do that. She would want to do that. She would want to do that. And some of, these, some of these new rappers, whether they're male or female, probably wouldn't want to get blown on their own song by someone who's better. Sweetie might not necessarily want to rap with a no name. You know what I'm saying? Because it okay. might- it, she So, might so look, yeah. She might look a certain way if she got washed. So you think Nikki doesn't want to get washed by Rhapsody? 
Maybe. It's just it's similar to it's similar to what you said though. It's exactly what you said, man. Just like the more lyrical MCs yeah, yeah, not necessarily matching with the ones that yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My thing is you also gotta look at the rappers themselves. Like they've got the power to collaborate with these people. All it takes is a reach out. Mm-hmm. Why don't they? So as much as you say it's the labels and the conspiracy, like I said in that episode, do we not need to look at ourselves? Yeah, we do. And what we're doing. Yeah. Sort of thing. But that's what I said, it comes down to what you what you're about as an artist. Mm. If all you care, do you know what I mean? It just comes down to who you are as an artist. Some people generally ain't here for messages being spoken every day. Mm. Yeah. Respectfully. Like it makes perfect sense for Sweetie to collab with a Doja Cat. But look at what the game would say and how shaken up maybe the game would be if you were to collab with a Rhapsody or a No Name mm. or, or a Sims sort of thing. 100%. That would be a lot more interesting mm. and it would show more unity in that so realm. Arsenal, but you need to look at Sweetie's fans. Yeah. You know so, I mean? okay. So is that the but same? Sweetie's fans probably think she could rap though. But we, we, how can I put it? Sweet, Rhapsody's fans know rap. Sweetie knows what's going on. She ain't gonna wanna, it's just too out there for her. It's mm. like way too left. Maybe. My fan base. But I would say that someone like Meg could probably hold her own on a song with Rhapsody. Because I think Meg is a good I rapper. I think Meg can. I just don't think Sweetie can ever hold a torch to her. Like, Sweetie can't hold a torch. Like, to Rhapsody? You cannot come within 16 feet of her. Mm. Meg's Sweet. not holding her own with Rhapsody, bro. Like, I think so. Absolutely not. I, I Meg is one conversation. Sweet Rhapsody is smoking her bro, boots. No I, think, I think Meg is. I think Meg is. I think we get bogged down by what she talks about. No, not at all. No, no, no. I listen. I listen. The flow's all that. Nah, my Rhapsody will smoke her boots, bro. I don't know about smoke. No, sh- what? I don't know about smoke. And that's not and that's not a dig. Well, Rhapsody's like that's not a dig on Rhapsody. That's not a dig on Rhapsody. Male or female, Rhapsody's like one of the illest doing it today, bro. She's smoking a lot of people's boots. She smoked So what the hell do you think she's doing to Meg? She smoked coal, bro. She smoked coal so general. That's smoking. Okay. And I'm a cold. Yeah, she's smoking Meg. I take it back. You're right. Yeah, she's smoking, yeah, she's yeah man. It's yeah, it's dangerous. And she held her on with Black Thought, bro. She did hold her on. I think Meg could hold her own against Rhapsody. Amen. 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 Come on, man. Rhapsody to me is. No, listen. I'm not saying all this to downgrade Rhapsody. I just don't. I just think Meg needs a little bit of upgrading because I feel like she gets a bad rep because of what she talks about. I don't think. I I don't think so, man. I don't think she she rap raps, but she can rap. Rhapsody rap raps though. (laughs) Like, I think we got. I mean, we put more respect on Rhapsody's name, bro. I've been saying Rhapsody's in my top five for the longest. Like Rhapsody rap raps like. No one's saying she can't. No, but you're saying, you just said that, he just said, do you think Meg rap raps? You said, nah, she don't rap rap. Rhapsody rap raps though. So if someone, how you putting someone that rap raps against someone that don't rap rap? You're telling me that no one, Yeah, I know, right? you're telling me that no one that just raps has never held their own against someone who can rap rap? No. I don't Hold their own. Do all right, cool. Hold your own ain't. What's the difference between holding your own and doing all right? Uh, You still get smoked when you do all right. And arguably you could get smoked if you hold your own. But I'm saying she she could hold her own. I don't think there's a difference between all right and hold your own. Semantics, man. Yeah. Yeah. Drake can rap. No, they both rap rap. I don't think Drake's a rap rap. What? Drake now, rap, rap, rap. No, no, Drake no, rap raps, B. No, he rap no way, raps. There's no way, Drake Drake, rap raps. There's no way Kendrick, Rhapsody, and Drake are all in the same lineage when it comes to rap rapping. What? In my opinion. I just don't right. think he is. I just don't think. Semantics, isn't it? Plus, you know, right, boss. But I generally don't think he's. Yeah, I've never looked at Drake as a rap rapper. Neither have I. But that's another conversation. But he can rap. But my point is, he's held his own against rap rappers. Drake. Yeah. Fair enough. For what it's worth. But that's because you think he can. I don't think he can rap rap. Okay. But I was, that was backing up your point where someone doesn't necessarily need to be a rap rapper 
Holy I can't believe you don't you think Drake can rap, rap, bro. Yeah, but I, I yeah, think so. I don't, I don't think. That's back in your. I don't think. I don't think a hundred percent of the time, someone who is only a rapper can't hold that on against an MC. Okay, that's all. Mm. That's all. Or do all right, okay. depending on what you want to call it. But yeah. yeah, back to the conversation. We can agree uh, to disagree. I think again, it's everything you said. I think it comes down to the time we was in back then, the the way they were looked at, everything. It was just for as hard as it was for a female to come through, it was going to be done with a pain for. Also, how many groups do we even get these days, bruv? It's, it's not a thing anymore. We don't really get it's groups like we used to, man. So it's not even that much of a surprise. But you would think because of like, you know, what feels like a bit of a renaissance as far as like, you know, um, MCs that are women coming into the game, that you would think that, rah, oh, we might get like- We a, get conglomerates. You know, an all woman group. That'd be dope, do you know what I mean? But at the same time, because we don't really see groups like that anyway, whether it's even in R&B, we don't even really see groups like that. Don't you have, what's your group? Do you know don't you mean? have Tyrese in there, man? What, TGT? TGT. <laughs> oh no, you don't, TGT. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's so way more. sees the value of being a solo versus being in a group. And it's more conglomerates. Like, it's more teams now than it is groups. Yeah. There's way more teams now than groups. Whether it's OTF yeah. or whatever, even there's the, not, even yeah. Even the team slash conglomerate slash collective is kind of fading as well. A thousand percent. Really deep. Though. It's becoming a thing of the past, but it's just going to become, I think what's going to happen is just more solo artists are just going to link up with another solo artist, like how Baby and Dirk did. We're just gonna get a lot more of that now than groups. Where two solo artists will link up and make projects together throughout the years rather than a bona fide group. And I just think we're heading in this um hold their own thing. I just thought of a great example. Go on. Gunplay on guns and cartoons and cereal. Yes. Talk about can it. Can gunplay rap rap? No. Peter, can gunplay rap rap? He gets busy. He got busy he's on power. No, he's not on Kendrick's level, but he gets busy though. But on rap rap. I know where he's going no, with he's this. Not in a rap rap I know where he's going with this. Did he hold his own? Uh, he did all right. Did he hold his own yet, Peter? I think he did all right, though. Did he hold his own, Peter? He did all right. <laughs> Semantics. Whatever, man. Because to be honest with you, Kendrick was on Power Circle and Gunplay's got my favorite verse. Yeah. 21 Savage had the tune with J. Cole and I love 21 Savage verses more than I like J. Cole's. So we he held his own, though, didn't he? Yeah, so we agreed he can hold it on. Yeah. Oh, so we agreed then. Because he was arguing about that. What? If someone is just a rapper. No, but in, yeah, but in more so in the case of like- Raps and yeah. yeah, that's, that's what my argument was. It's not so much like the people that just rap rap versus the ones that rap. Of course, like there will always be like, you can close the gap somewhat, but not with those two though. I think so. Because on paper, you might not have thought 21 Savage and J. Cole was possible. For the cause of the, oh yeah, cool. That's a fact. All right, All right cool. Cool. Hey, man. So if we wanted to name our fantasy, female supergroups, who would they be? Um, I'm still struggling on my last one. I'm still struggling on my last one. But, so I've got a name of my group. Mm. It's called the Four Horse Women. Very imaginative, as you can imagine. All right, I want to acknowledge one Four Horse Women. Wrestling fans know who I'm talking about. Hey, know who I'm talking about. Hey man, what can I say? I thought of it. I definitely took it from WWE, that's but that's, that's, a name. that's a dope name, Four Horse Women. Come on, what UFC are we doing here? What? what? UFC as well, there's a Four Horse Women in UFC. I think it's Ronda Rousey. Shane Bay. Yeah, they didn't go. They were all whack on the UFC. Okay, they were all whack. I mean, Ronda Rousey was. She got proven to be a fraud. But I never hear on it. Um, so I'm gonna go with the goat to me is Missy Elliott. I think she's the best ever, female wise. So I'm definitely gonna have her. I'm gonna have Lauren on it as well. So it's gonna go Missy, Lauren, Rhapsody, and in the fourth one was where I got it tricky. Mm. It was out of two for me. It was out of Kim and Nikki. Okay. And because this person wrote her bars, I'm going with Nikki. Kim wrote some of her bars. Some. 
Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's my four. But I hear you. But it was close out of them two. But I'm gonna go with so the four I'm going with is Rhapsody, Missy, Nikki, Lauren. Ooh, I went for Rhapsody. Oh. Well, let me preface this with I just went for the bars. Bars, bars, bars. Rhapsody. Rap rap. Rap rap. Rhapsody, Lauren Hill, Nikki. And I was gonna say Kim, but I'm gonna go for Foxy. But who's producing? That's why I've put Missy in my thing. Who's producing? Yeah. Missy producing my ship. <laughs> Come on, you didn't yeah, think about that, yeah. did you? Oh, see, for horsewomen. Sorry. You're not serious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Hey, man, what can I say? Man? I just wanted to, hey. That's actually a dope list. Get Primo to give him some beats. Yeah. Say it one more time. What is it again? Rhapsody, Lauren Hill, Miss Lauren Hill, Nicki Minaj, and Foxy Brown. I like that. Because that's, that's a good list. I would want to hear them all. Because you've got pretty much everything. You've got Nikki singing as well. You've got Lauren singing as well. Mm. And then Rhapsody and Foxy were just. They come with different flavors as well. Hey man, I'd call it flavoring you. That's a bit disrespectful because one of them can't hear. But what's your list? <laughs> too quick. Can I just say we're keeping that? In? Shake my hands. What? <laughs> nah, Pete, you gotta give me that. I'm sorry, you gotta give me that. Good, I'm not bro. giving you anything, bro. Yeah, yeah, me. That nah, was good. You respect it, right? Oh, Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> I'm so yeah. proud of myself for that one. Pete, what's your super group? Um, I've got Lauren, Miss Lauren Hill, Rhapsody, Queen Latifah. And Jean Grey. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. Left field. Bloody amazing, mate. One of the goats. Very uh, cryptic and coded. Mm-hmm. Jean Grey. But yeah, I, used love, I used to love Jean Grey, man. I think I appreciate that once. I used to love Jean Grey back in there. Yeah. Well, more the story is, I guess the landscape of hip hop right now probably doesn't cater to not only just female groups, but groups in general. And I suppose it's always going to be hard for a woman MC to bust through. But... When they do, so it's going to be a great thing for the genre Facts. at large. Mm. Last question. Can I just ask one last question? Of course you can. Who's a female goat in your opinion? You'd have to give it to Missy. Yeah? Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, yeah. I think oh. we said this. Uh, it would be disrespectful not to. I just wanted to ask. We're all in a hey, salute to Missy Elliot. Yeah, she got Mr. it Mr. Mina. She got it all. If Lauren bothered to do more, she'd probably be it. Missy and Miss Hill for me. Yeah? Yeah, man. Hey, man. I Good think work. Missy. And then I've got Kim. Towers over Miss Hill. Now I've got Missy first and then I've got uh, Lauren second and then I generally have Nikki third I just think that when you've yeah, held to put Lauren second. second yeah when you okay. when you've got a great hip hop album from a female ever is it a hip hop album no <sighs> lost ones and that's it bro. I just think talent wise you're good yeah, at what you I just think talent wise yeah Miss yeah. Lauren's always going to be top two for me Missy's always going to be the goal Lauren's two and then I see what you've done there Nikki's going to be third just because when you've run she had so long that she had to hold it by herself. Lauren's probably in my like top 40 MCs just. So you've got, yeah. Generally, do you know what I mean? So. And who's third? Um, I said uh, Missy, Miss Hill and Kim. And what did you say? Missy, Miss Hill and ooh, probably has to be Kim, isn't it? Kim or Nikki. Yeah, fair enough. Salute to Kim. I used to be scared. <laughs> I can't finish it off, man. Why not? I, I used to be scared of the. Now I throw. Nah, that part is wild. <laughs> I said, like, handle it. Nah, nah. Kim was wilding on that sink. I used to be scared of the. Yeah. Now I Kim. throw lips to the. It doesn't nah, mean you're scared of it. I am scared of it. <laughs> Kim was a freak, bro. Yo, Kim salute to Kim. Freak, man. Yeah. Yo, I love Kim. But I but love Kim. My rap is popping so much because we like. How I still much. think Missy's the freakiest, though. Missy oh, is a freak, bro. And it annoys me that people don't understand it. Missy, Bruv, I remember I saw Twitter, some guy was like, Yeah, oh, Missy doesn't rely on sex. And then one guy was like, one guy called tweet and go, 
when you've never listened to a Missy Elliott song ever. Bam, what? Because the person goes, Missy was one of the only rappers that's never relied on. Because you know people look at her and think yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, yeah. When you really look at, what's one minute, man? Yeah. <laughs> what's one minute, man, fam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's telling you, fam, if you're 60 seconds, don't come to my yard. Yeah, I yeah, love Missy Elliott, yeah, fam. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mr. Mino. Yeah, for real, bro. We're now going to move on to the fun topic. And for a bit of fun, Way back episode two or episode three, yep, we talked about quite infamously which part of uh, London, our hometown, our home city, has produced the best MCs, right? And uh, you know, Mo left with uh, with with the rewards that day. Um, We're not going to say who who we no, agreed with. <laughs> I'll tell them N seventeen to N fifteen Tottenham baby. No one knows where that is. No one knows where that is. Now <laughs> we're going to uh, talk about the Mecca. Of, uh, of, of, of hip hop. We're gonna talk about New York and we're gonna talk about which part of New York we think has produced the best MCs. Now, obviously New York is divided out into boroughs. Um, that's Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, the Bronx as well. Boogie down. 100%. Did I miss one? Is Staten Island a borough? Uh, yeah. So Staten Brooklyn, well. Queens, Staten Island. So yeah, we're just gonna take it in turn. You forgot Yonkers. Yonkers is not a borough. Is it not? It's an era. It's an area. Like but they, they're so... Harlem's an area. Oh, it's in Manhattan. Okay. I don't know where Yonkers is. Yonkers is kind of, I think, away from everyone else because they've always looked at Yonkers as not really like being Buffalo. part of New York. Mm. Like Buffalo. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's like one of those like off-ends type of places. Mm. But, um, I mean, you can add that, but I didn't add that. I just wanted to do it because of LOX. I just added Boris. And, and DMX. And DMX. I think Mary, Mary J. Blige is from there as well. Fair. I think so, yeah. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Well, well, then you definitely deserve to give them a shout-out, man. Yeah, for Mary J. Mary J. Blige, the rapper. No, as in Locks, DMX, and just Mary J. Because it's Mary J. Man. No, I hear you. I hear you. And John John the Don's from there as well. What Youngs? Yeah, it makes sense. Why? John John the Don. Actually, no, it don't make sense. He is from there because I think his brother hangs around with the Locks, so it makes sense. Oh, it makes sense. Anyway, yeah, Mohammed. Are we starting with me? Go ahead, man. Because obviously, I mean, there's a lot of names, man. There's a lot of names. To me, it was out of two. It, it was out of where KD and Kyrie plays part time, Brooklyn. And it was do it, and it was Queens. Queens get their money. Those were the two that really came down for me, and I ended up going with just because when you've got two of arguably top five, and you've got another one, you've got two of my top five, and you've got three of my top ten. Mm. So when you've got B- Big Jay Z and you've got Moss, I'm going with Brooklyn. Because mm. when you've got them three mm. and Moss, you lot how you lot know how I feel about Moss Def. That's he's in my top five, and he was never going to go. Mm. Holds the goat, and Big is just. We know what he is, innit? So it was out of Brooklyn and Queens for me, but I'm gonna go with Brooklyn. And we stayed in Flatbush as well, man. Yeah, Flatbush is in Brooklyn. We stayed in for, we stayed in Flatbush as well, man. We did say we stay in Flatbush, man. Come on, man. We gotta give it to yeah. them. Yep, that same profile pick you've had since 2019. I used to have my cousin for like 20 years before that, so it's yeah, <laughs> job habit for sure. Yeah, me. Who you going with? For me, um, it was a toss up as well between Brooklyn and Queens, um, but I had to go with Brooklyn, man. Even though Queens has got my favorite rapper ever in Nas. You can't deny Biggie, Jay, obviously you said most deaf, and even new school people like Joey Bad, Pro Era, Flatbush Zombies, Talib as well. Kim? Rhymes, Lil' Kim, Fuji's. Or Brooklyn? No, Fuji's not Brooklyn. I think they're New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Half a mil, Fab. Oh, yeah, Press. Fab, is, Fab is Brooklyn as well. You know what I mean? Jizza. Jizza. Yep. Yummy. Yep, MOP. If, you know if someone don't say Harlem, I'm gonna be so disappointed. What, like Manhattan? No, someone someone thinks they're from Harlem. 
No, he's definitely fixing so, it. So I'll think, come on now, I'll be so disappointed. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, Queens was a very close second. Queen was a very close second. It's Queens get the money. And my favorite group on there, but I just had to go with Brooklyn, man. It's just, it's just, it's just the mecca, man. Brooklyn go hard. Pete, what about you? Um, yeah, it has to be Brooklyn, innit? Honorable mention to Harlem though, man. <laughs> always, always. Who, 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 produced, who, who, who did Harlem produce, Peter? You got Cam, you got Mace, you got Big L, you got McGruff. Yeah, I mean, if you want to deal with technicalities, then two packs from Harlem, because he's from New York. You know what I mean? I really said Herb McGruff. ASAP Rocky, Black Rob. His last album was in nine. Make him say, whoa, sorry. Do you know what I mean? So you got to give him a shout Herb out, man. McGruff's last album was in eight. Where did he from? Diddy's from Harlem. Diddy's from Can't Harlem. even forget. No, actually, no, wait, is he? Isn't he from like Mount Vernon or something? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh. I think he's from Mount Vernon, yeah. Um, Queens as well, big up Queens. Queens. But yeah, I'd have to give it to, to Brooklyn, man. I hear that, man. Brooklyn, I mean, give him Queens. Nas, Mob Deep, Cormega, Big Noid, Capone, Noriega, Cool oh, G yeah, Rap. Yeah, they got Capone and Noriega, innit? Run DMC. Don't they have Mob Ooh. Deep? I don't, if you, I don't know if you said them already. Like sorry. I said Tribe, Onyx, LO Cool J, 50, Nikki. Onyx, like you said, Pharaoh Munch. DJ Clue as well. <laughs> no, I used to love his, I used to love his play, tapes. I used to love Clue's tapes. Staten growing. Island had Wu-Tang. Um, Bronx had a, a lot of the kind of older generation, like Grandmaster Kaz, Manny Mel. Fat Joe. Um, you know, Slick Rick, KRS-One. And then you have like Inspector Deck, Lord Finesse, Big Pun, Fat Joe. Remy Ma. Hell, Rao. Cool Keith. Corey Guns. Remy Ma as well, I think. Corey Guns. He's from the Bronx. He's from Corey Guns from the Bronx. Yeah. I hear that, man. So I think if you're looking Only at, at that's the Bronx, than he's done it, like still whack from. the birthplace, that it definitely reflected in the MCs they produced. Mm. I think with Brooklyn and Queens, they're just like the transitional, transformational like boroughs as far as like how far New York rap went. Um, and Manhattan is just full of quote unquote Jiggy, Jiggy Brothers. Hey man, Harlem was the battle rap best rappers. So. Yeah. Dave East. Yeah. Dave East. Vado. I was with you too. He said when you was with me. <laughs> Vado does, he don't move me, bro. <laughs> Vado do a thing with actually, but he don't move me. And Tahiri. You done a thing with Tahiri as well? Yeah, they were on that program. Oh, yeah, they were in the love yeah. of, uh, was it uh, Love and Hip Hop? No, the it was, uh, yeah, the marriage counseling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she was on there with someone else other than Joe Budden. Yeah. What can I say, fam? Shout out to Tahiri, fam. But yeah, I mean, it was. it's good to see that this wasn't anywhere near as painful as the London one. Uh, <laughs> obviously, the London one was a bit more uh, traumatic for a, a bunch of us. Not me. Uh, obviously, not you. But we'll probably have to revisit that at some point. Yeah, we, I think uh, we should. I don't think we should. Because I think, you know, certain opinions have been changed. More, more players have come around, you know what I'm saying? More evaluation needs to be done. Shout, okay. to, shout out to Avelino. Don't, don't be, don't be. Shout out to Avelino. I don't know, man. His last album weren't great. I was clutching on straws here, brother. Did you listen to his last album? <laughs> nah, I thought it was whack. There you go. But I didn't like him and Wretch's album either. No, it wasn't great, was it? Oh, nah. On Wretch's album? Remember no, him and Wretch's album, album to the joint album? Oh, you didn't like that? Nah, man. I think the rapping was great. The beats. It was always good. The rap yeah. is always going to be good. Yeah, the beats like, is always the issue, isn't it? Rich is the goal in the UK when it comes to rapping, rapping, but that's neither here nor there. Huh? Just rap, rap. Rich is the goal. Yeah, I, think that's, I don't that's think we've had a better lyricist to come out of the UK. Check out, man. Yeah. I right. don't think so we've I'm had a better lyricist. Uh, well, can I just say, guys, thank you very much, Spotify audience, Apple audience. <laughs> can you just stop laughing? <laughs> I tried. I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried. One of these days you're gonna have to do it yourself. I generally thought I was getting there and then he started laughing and took me out my stride. I, I was starting to get proud. Of I hey, what could I say? Anyway, everyone, thank you very much for listening and thank you very much for viewing as well. If you're not subscribed to our YouTube, please do, because obviously we're dropping visuals now. And you know, it's just a lot better, I think, to see our faces while Mo says dumb shit like, 
I believe was the best, or was it Wretched the best rapper, rapper in the flipping UK? Wretched uh, the best lyricist we've ever had in the UK. <laughs> anyway, this is why you should be watching visuals because you can see our, sh- our reactions to <coughs> stupidity like that. But uh, if you don't, then by all means, follow us on Spotify, follow us on Apple Podcasts, follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, spread the word, tell a friend to tell a friend, follow us on all the socials at Rhymes Dimes Pod. We will be back in a couple of weeks' time. So until then, take care. Stay blessed. Oh, one last thing. Fuck Tim Westwood. And on that note... Yeah, fuck Tim Westwood. No, generally, keep that in there. Fuck Tim no, Westwood. fuck Tim Westwood. We've been knowing about Tim Westwood since we was in college. Forever and ever. I called him once, you know, in real life. Ask Daniel. I met him and I generally go, you touch kids. Mm-hmm. Daniel, my line. I generally in his face. I go, you're a booky guy. This one, I was ignorant. He mm-hmm. pissed me off, bro. He was just there outside. I think it was outside Uni or somewhere, all two somewhere. I was like, this guy touches utes, bruv. Like, he's jarring the way he was just standing there smiling. Can't stand that, brother. Have you watched the BBC Freedom? Yeah, man, he's a pig. Oh, but, but, yeah. Bruv, we've yeah. been known about him, though, Yemi. It's not like, I said this to him nine years ago. We've been knowing what Tim Westwood was on. Yeah, I'd heard some stuff. Like, we've been knowing what Tim Westwood was on from when we was kids, bruv. Mm-hmm. He's a snot. Well, listen. Stay blessed, black, and highly favoured, though, everyone. Fuck Tim Westwood and deepest sympathies and love to everybody affected. Um, and just black women in general, man. Um, mm. Salute to all of you. Stay safe, take care, and peace.